Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, folks. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. Uh, again, let me just remind you what we do. We simply look at the Word of God and say, Lord, what is it that you have to show us today? What are you revealing to us? What are you speaking to us? It's amazing what God will reveal if we'll simply just take the time to read his word, uh, to pray, say, Lord, show me your truth. He will show you the truth. Uh, he so desires to do that. And so that's what we do. And so let me encourage you to pass the word to friends uh, about this time together. We're beginning a new sort of subject matter right here. If you've been with us from the beginning, you know that we've gone through the book of Galatians so far. We've talked about the, uh, the Feast of the Lord a little bit, sort of a surface overview. We've talked about the, uh, the Lord's week, the last week, 10 days that the Lord was on earth. What we're looking at now is a question that the disciples brought up before the Lord Jesus Christ in Matthew 24. They asked him a question. They said, uh, Lord, when are these things going to be? Okay, He had said some things to them, and he says, what will be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? When will these things happen? <clears throat> totally legit questions. They were wanting to know about some things, and this is at the beginning of Matthew 24. Well, to truly get an understanding about what Jesus is saying and what he uh, sort of the context of everything, we're going to have to back up a good bit. And I thought, well, let's just back up where we need to go back to. And so uh, we're going to go back to Matthew 21. And in Matthew 21, a couple of things happen. Uh, what we call uh, uh, Jesus comes in and he's riding on a donkey, okay, with crowds spreading the coats before him, what we call the triumphant entry. We have that in Matthew 21. And then Jesus leaves that night and spends the night at Bethany. And then he comes back the next day into Jerusalem. When he comes back the next day is when he has an encounter with a fig tree that doesn't have any fruit on it, and he speaks to it, and the fig tree withers because of his fruitlessness. So he comes into Jerusalem. And in Matthew 21, chapter 21, verse 23, it starts off and says this, When he entered the temple, and the reason we're going to this point right now is he's coming into the temple. And in the balance of Matthew 24, Matthew 22, Matthew 23, Jesus is in the temple, and he's speaking to different people. Sometimes he's speaking to the chief priests and elders. Sometimes he's speaking to the people. And Matthew tells us particularly who it is that he's talking with. And so we, we're we going to read this and see what the dynamic was, see what the Lord is saying. And it's going to take us several episodes to get back to Matthew 24 because I want us to see what the context is. It's so important. And we're going to see it from the get-go. Here in verse 23, Jesus comes into the temple, and it says this, When he entered the temple, the chief priest and the elders of the people came to him while he was teaching. So here he is. He's teaching. The chief priest and the elders, the spiritual leadership, they come to him while he's teaching. And they said this, By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? Folks, this is so much the religious mindset. Uh, we see the same exact type of religious mindset today within the body of Christ and those professing to be believers. They were terrified over what Jesus was teaching. They were terrified over what he was doing, the miracles and things like that. So verse 24, Jesus says this to them. I will also ask you one thing, which if you will tell me, 
I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. So here they come. They come with a very combative question, right? Okay. They come before him. They said, by what authority are you doing this? And Jesus said, I'll tell you what, I'll answer that question if you can answer one of my questions. So here's what Jesus says to him, Matthew 21, verse 25. The baptism of John was from what source? From heaven or from men? So Jesus turns to him. He doesn't talk about himself. He talks about John the Baptist. And he says that baptism of John, where did it come from? Did it come from heaven or did it come from men? And they began reasoning among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Then why did you not believe him? But if we say from men, we fear the people, for they all regard John as a prophet. See, they didn't believe John. They didn't believe he was a prophet. They did not believe that he was the forerunner. They didn't believe him. So Jesus was making that clear and asking this question. And they say, well, we're, we're trapped within this thing. If we say that it's from heaven, then Jesus is going to say, well, then why didn't you believe him? Why did you reject the word of the Lord from heaven? If they say that he's from men, then they feared the people. Again, folks, this is so rampant within the body of Christ. You would not believe the degree of fear of the people among the supposed leadership within the church. Most everything that is done from a leadership perspective is motivated at a base level, if you get right down to the bottom line, is motivated at a base level from fear of the people rather than fear of the Lord. And thereby, we wind up finding ourselves in the situation we find ourselves in today. So, verse 27, they come back to Jesus, and answering Jesus, they said, we do not know. In other words, they refuse to answer the question. They refuse to answer the question whether what John's baptism, what John preached, was from heaven or from men. He said, we, we don't know. Jesus said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. He says, if you're not willing to accept what John had preached, which was a baptism of repentance, of repenting of your sins before the Lord, and when you start at that point right there, then you'll be able to receive the other things. It would do me no good, Jesus is saying, to explain to you by what authority I'm doing what I'm doing. But then Jesus starts speaking to them in parables, and he shares several parables with them over these next couple of chapters. And he said that he was going to do that. He's going to speak to uh, particular religious rulership in parables. So that having eyes, they would not see, and having ears, they would not hear. So Jesus says this beginning in Matthew uh, 21, verse 28. He asked him a question. But what do you think? A man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in the vineyard. And the son answered, I will not. But afterwards he regretted it, and he went. He went out and worked. Verse 30, the man came to the second and said the same thing. And he said, I will, sir. But that son did not go. Verse 31, which of the two did the will of the father? Well, they say it, and the they here is the religious rulers. They said the first. Jesus said to them, Truly, I say to you, that the tax collectors and prostitutes will get into the kingdom of heaven before you. Woo! Can you imagine the response to that? And that's the reason I wanted us to back up, because when you see in Matthew 24, it says that Jesus came out of the temple, and we think, oh, well, he must have been visiting and having a prayer time. Oh, no, 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 no. He was having, from the very beginning, a time of confrontation that would really, really cause most of us to shudder. 
He's telling tax collectors and prostitutes will get in the kingdom of God before you. One more verse, verse 32. Here's why. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and prostitutes did believe him. And you, seeing this, did not even feel remorse afterwards so as to believe him. He says, you have seen that the worst of the sinners have believed because of what John said, but your heart is so hard and so hard that you don't have any remorse or anything like that. And you're trying to set me up with a question over what authority I do something. When you're sitting there looking at the miracles, when you're sitting there looking at the transformed life, and you're more worried about in our vernacular of, well, what position do you have? Under whose authority? Under whose umbrella are you? What degree do you have? Who gives you the right to teach this way, to say this, these things, and to act this way? It's the same thing that happens today, folks, and we should have nothing to do with it. This is the beginning when Jesus is there at the temple teaching. He's simply teaching the people, and he's confronted with this. Wait till you see the balance of what occurs, and then wait till you see how the disciples reacted, and then wait till you see the two full chapters of an answer that Jesus gives, which tells us everything which is yet to occur with his coming again. Really exciting and enlightening stuff. But my time has run out, run out here. I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. Uh, spread the word again, and I'll see you again next time.